All standby passengers, see me at the podium for your seat assignment. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Monique, Laura, and Tyler are three friends that work for a major airline as gate agent, flight attendant, and ramp worker. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. Enjoy. Welcome to the Non-Rev Lounge. I'm Monique. And I'm Tyler. And I'm Lara. Yeah, so what, it's the three of us together this time. And I was actually just telling my wife last night or just the other day, I was like, I can't wait to get back and record with you guys. So I'm excited to be together. Just the three of us. Well, that's what we put a show out every week. So like, people listen probably doesn't seem like it, but we haven't recorded since Dorkfest, which has been almost a month. Not quite a month, but it's been like about three weeks. So we haven't even seen each other since then, right? I mean, we said each other, but not like the three of us together. Oh. Yeah, or like you got to really like sit down and visit. So yeah, it was probably good though. <laughs> right, <and> Laura. <laughs> Distance makes the heart fonder. Or That's right. <laughs> Does it still sound weird to say my wife? Oh, I, I think people at work are sick of it because I <laughs> throw it out all the time. <laughs> I'm like, my wife. We get it. My wife. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, you got married. Good for you. Congratulations. Enough. <laughs> but yeah, I'm always like my wife. Do they still think it's me? Uh, there is one coworker that does. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't help that because I always talk about you. <laughs> yeah. It makes me laugh though. How's your last couple of weeks been since we recorded then, both of you? Busy, I feel like. Super busy. You just got back this morning. Yeah, I just got back from Chicago mm-hmm. and we took everyone out. So. What, t- what time did that flight depart? This morning. Uh-huh. It, it left at like 7.30 in the morning. Which is like 5.30 our time. 5.30 our time. Yeah. What about you? Anything new? No, I haven't non-revved or anything. Just worked. You had Erin. Uh, we had Oh, show. I had my daughter. Mm-hmm. She was in town. For I never know if I can call you when she's in town because you like a lockdown. I do love her. But no, no, you can't because she's always busy. When she comes. Uh-huh. Did she non-rev out or did they buy tickets? She bought tickets, but she was super bummed because she texted me or actually she Snapchatted me and said, they're open seats. I could have non-revved. All sad. <laughs> Plus she's got D1s, you know. She should have maybe looked at that. But you know, I mean, she, she was in a wedding, so she didn't want to. Chance it. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense, though. Or she, or she can do a discounted She does fare, the right? A20s. Yeah, okay. she does those. And just so you guys know, she's gold now. She's gold status. Oh, nice. That's how many weddings she's been in. <laughs> <laughs> we always joke that gold members are, like, some of the worst. Because they, they fly just <laughs> enough to, like, feel important. And they have, to like, just a little bit of status. So they they act like they're, like, our top tier. But, you know, you're like, oh, buddy. You've got to fly a lot more to get to that level. But they act like... Or they'll come up and they'll be like, um, I need you to add me to the upgrade list. It's always gold. It's gold. And then you put them on the list and you're like, you are now 36 on the list. <laughs> Good luck. You're on the list though. I do like to tell them, I go, well, if the 12 people in first already booked don't show up and then the 35 people above you don't also make it, I will let you know. <laughs> I think I said that when I was coming back from, well, one of the, last week, probably from Austin because we were there for our friend Melissa's wedding. And I think there was 20 something people on the upgrade list. So I told Katie, I said, oh, as long as 20 people pass up and then a few people in first don't show, she's like, got oh, it. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you were non-revving too. You've been non-revving. Yeah, I did a couple of trips. We did uh, uh, Seb and Nicole's wedding. I went up to that. So we, they were on the show last March. We talked about them and their honeymoon they did. And then uh, and then our friend Melissa was on the show a year ago, right? Because we recorded her in Anchorage. Yeah. So she got married. So 
I like her. I like them all. Yeah, yeah. Nicole sent me some pictures of the wedding because you didn't. And it was very pretty. She looked beautiful. Yeah, it was really nice. I was going to go with Katie, my wife, and she got sick. And so I ended up meeting up with Kyle and drug Kyle, our friend Kyle, that was... Oh, fun. Kyle from Clubhouse. And he Kyle was on Chang. the show, yeah, but in the medicine, L.A., Dorcas, but it was fun to have him kind of join me in. Plain spotty. Be a little social because I'm not very social. <laughs> but we had we sat with a couple of her coworkers. Oh, did you? Yeah, Nicole's coworkers. And so we got to talk to them. And actually, two of the three have just got hired on as flight attendants. So, oh, really? Yeah, so they're going to be... That's me. So when we heard, Tony and I heard that Katie wasn't going to go with you, both of our thoughts were like, this seems like Tyler's nightmare. Like having to go be social. No buffer. Yeah, like no, like because Katie definitely is that, yeah, that buffer, that social one who would go around and talk to people. And But I was like, oh man, Tyler's. I didn't do any dancing, but it was fun <laughs> at, at either of the weddings. Tyler took this really cool picture of Seb and Nicole at Dorkfest, and they're standing right outside of In and Out. They're holding the In and Out cups, and there's a huge plane going over them. And you've got the like p- iconic palm trees. It's just a beautiful picture of them. Aww. So he wanted to blow it up and uh, put it in a frame for their as part of their wedding gift. And so he asked me, "Can you handle that?" I go, "Oh yeah, I can handle that." So Dave and I went to pick up the pictures over at Walgreens, and they'd cut off the front of the airplane. So it was, uh. so anyways, <laughs> um, we redid it so yeah. you could see the whole airplane. It looked really, but I sent the picture that cut off one to, to Tyler, you know, the plane, the plane spotter. And I said, look at here, here it is. And he goes, oh, looks nice. Thanks. <laughs> I go, that's not it. Here it really is. No, I was so annoyed, but I didn't want to, you had went out of your way to do it. So I couldn't. He's like, it looks great. <laughs> Thanks a lot. The last time I asked you. So when I was looking through my pictures at Dorkfest, there was a big plane coming in that I thought was cool. And so I had sent it to Nicole, not even really thinking about it. But then when I realized like Seb was standing right under it and he's got like his back to us. So you kind of see his butt and she goes, great picture. And I said, the plane or the butt. (laughs) She was like, I knew I recognized that butt. (laughs) We had a good time at Dorkfest. We had a lot of people that showed up. I feel like we recorded that night when we were done with Ryan and had a fun, but we were so tired. I'd, we couldn't really like think about it, but we've been home for a few weeks. I'm going to go in a night early. I'm going to go in on Thursday next year so I can TikTok with Claudie. Without having to interrupt our time with your TikToks? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you guys would have a good time doing that. Well, there's people that will go for almost a week because oh, like really? the NYC Aviation, they kinda, they're one of the big ones. There's Dorkfest and then there's them. But yeah, they go plain spot and spend like a whole week there. Oh, wow. So we usually just do like two nights at most. See, it's something fun for me because I feel like... It's not my norm. Like I wouldn't just go plane spotting. But when I'm there, especially like the in and out or even on the H Hotel as I and you sit and watch the planes come in, I'm like, this is fun. Like I do like seeing yeah. the planes that close or just seeing the big ones. Well, our friend Justin enjoys it and he's not sighted. So that tells you it's, it's a, a fun thing. thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's fun to be there at the park too. It's just so powerful. Those planes like going right over your head. So. Yeah. It was we, kind of like an anchorage too. Like when those big planes come yeah. right in over your head, that's fun. Even if, yeah, for like you said, people that aren't like huge into it. So we'll have to do it again next year. I know they're going to do it again, but if we come join them or not. Well, this last was about a week ago we've been talking about staff traveler a bunch actually i really like the fact that we partner with them because i think it's just a good fit for what we do and i know we have a lot of uh, a decent amount of listeners that don't have benefits like steve like last week's show with steve and we have got uh aaron that we met in and we've had a number of people reach out to us that don't but still are support the show but a lot of our listeners they can benefit so we've enjoyed talking about them but one of our friends over at next trip podcast <laughs> He wrote me and he's like, you've been talking about them a lot. Just kind of like, 
I don't know if he was kind of annoyed or what, but I said, yeah, so I said, we think it's a th- good thing. And then on the next message, he said, can you get me the loads for Latanza? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I can't believe you don't already have it. And he, and he's like, is it free? And I was like, yeah, it's free. It's just a free app. And, and so he signed up right away. I don't even think he used the, the code from our code. He just signed up. And then the, the other day he, he wrote, because the flight he's looking to take on the 747 was filling up a little bit. So then he said, I asked loads for like, Eight different Latons of lights on out of L.A., Chicago. Just trying to find like that yeah, certain aircraft. Get to get the business seats, but so it was just kind of funny that he was like, "No, no," like, but I was like, "I don't think people." I said, like, "We've been talking about it. it's free." So it's too bad he didn't sign up with our code because then he is in the raffle for fifty credits. Yeah, which is so good. Yeah. yeah. So I was listening to Next Trip podcast, and they were actually talking about Staff Traveler app and how it works. Yes, yeah, so they even mentioned it on their show. Yeah. After, oh, after they found out, because they were kind of like, was that, you know, well, you guys talk about that like, so much. And then they actually were bringing up, talk about them. On their show. It I mean, was like two weeks ago. I mean, it's, it is a great app. And I think once you get into it and you see, because even I, so our girls are flying back from Chicago today and just trying to like see what options are out there. Yeah. It's so great. Because you burned through, you said you burned through. Yeah. You burned through all yours. Yeah. I already burned through all my credits. So I need to get back on and reload. trying up. to grovel to my phone. Just to see what we're even options before i even went to look at even loads on it i would just put in like chicago phoenix to say okay here's what the flights what are, yeah. are is even out there it was kind of cool it's cool because there are probably like four airlines that fly the route but just yeah even for me even our own airline i used to have to have to look and see like okay here's what ours are and then you can see where other ones are too like yeah you can't see their loads on ours without requesting it but i mean just to see when they're at well and there was like a a spirit one this in the morning it's so a part of me was like thinking if we get real desperate i may just go price out because we don't have benefits on them. Yeah. So like I may price it out, but we don't need to use them. But anyway, I thought it's nice to just let you know what is even out there. Okay. So I met that pilot, that Delta pilot at Dorkfest. Yeah. He was really nice. Uh, he was super nice. Was he Russian descent? Uh, Romanian, I think. Okay. And so he's a pilot for an American carrier. Yeah. And so we were talking and he was telling me that he was going over to Croatia and asked me what the best way is to find out loads and i said oh staff traveler and i gave him our card the staff traveler card and he won the 50 the 50 credits yeah the 50 credits he won it and it was great because he's been emailing us at nonrevlanchpodcast at gmail.com and asking he asked tyler and i a couple questions we were able to answer it was a perfect time for him to get it because i think he was stuck in turkey i think he got he the istanbul stuck. and then there was one flight. It was whatever country he was going. So he had that access to all those loads now that he can get for. It's so cool because he can also ride in the jump seat being a pilot. That is cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was perfect for him and nice perfect guy. timing for him. Yeah. It was really nice to meet him too. And thanks for reaching out to us. Yeah. We've had a number of people re- email us recently. We have. There was another guy in probably in France. Yeah. Is he the one you answered and I answered? Because I just thought, oh, I got to put my two cents in. I'm not sure. But <laughs> he said he just listened to Noel's episode. Uh-huh. All of, and he talked about how Noel was around the Concorde and, and he said that working in Paris the same thing like everyone stopped to watch it it, it was a couple times a day it would leave and everyone would same thing go like go to see it take off and so that was really cool you think that's how the boom will be boom yeah I think when it comes I mean I'm, I'm sure it will be I don't think it'll come to Phoenix because it's too noisy over land unless it's like a not like a daily thing at least yeah well anytime that that comes or takes off everyone will stop to go watch that so I was listening to the podcast airline videos live and I was listening to them and they were podcasting over Dorkfest and they just put it up on their podcast and they'd be talking and all of a sudden they'd stop because here you know and then they'd start talking about the plane that was coming up it was kind of fun because like it's like okay we're 
We're going to stop this important conversation just to watch an airplane. And Tyler was a guest on that podcast, just saying. All right. So we're kind of going to be talking about flights and there's a lot. Sorry, I'm late today. That's cool. So the question I have is, would you rather hear about the flight that you punch in the back of the head or the flight attendant that worked the entire flight without any uniform on at all, just normal street clothes? Which one do you want to talk about first? first. I think I'm going to choose violence. <laughs> <laughs> So this is, we're not breaking news. This is a few weeks old. Yeah. And that it came out. And so probably most people have seen this by now. But I wanted to hear Laura's take on that. Well, what did you think when you saw that video? Oh, I was like shocked. That came right up and whacked that poor guy on the back of the head. But I really liked the um, passenger's response. They were all outraged. So do you remember that? Did you hear the story of why he reacted? What happened? Because it seemed like. Yes. So what happened? So I kind of got in a little Twitter or a little bit with oh. with someone over that. Did you know that I got in a Twitter fight? I don't know that I saw that. Yeah, I did. Was okay. it in yeah, so tell me public or was it like in private messages? No, it was public. Oh. But you know, I'm not a meanie, so I'm not like bad. Okay, so this is what happened. Yeah, I want to hear the backstory. Okay, so the past, okay, on certain flights, passengers are not allowed to come from main cabin into the first class cabin to use the restroom. Internationally. Lavatory, uh-huh, internationally. Other than that, I'm not sure of the policy of that. Uh, our, um, our policy at our airline is they are allowed to come up and use the lavatory. But it's an open door. We don't care. Is it discouraged, though? I don't discourage it because if you have to go and the carts are out. Yeah. Yeah. I do know some people do do discourage it. So anyway, so she, she was told she could not use the forward class, the forward, first class uh, This was a lavatory. woman that did it? I, I thought it was a guy. Was it a guy? It was a guy. Okay. Okay, I'm so sorry. He came up and hit the flight attendant in the back of the head because he ambushed him. The flight attendant had turned around and was walking away when he just jumped up and ran over and just whacked him in the head. Yeah, it was crazy. It was like WWE kind of stuff, like right in the back. So this whole Twitter thing was going on, and they were all talking about how terrible it is of airlines to be elitist and not let people use a forward lavatory. And I said, you know, just FYI, you know, on international flights, it's it's an FAR. If it's a regulation, it's a law that you cannot come up and use another class of service. And especially like on our triple sevens, they can't go up at all. Okay. And so I said that and this one girl goes, and back at me, I go, you know, I don't make the rules just like masks. I just have to enforce them. Yeah. Because she didn't think that was right either. Well, it doesn't matter. It's the law. I don't have I don't have a choice in that. I just have to enforce it. Well, and that's, I don't know. It's one of those two where it was put in place I'm assuming because of like 9-11. 9-11, exactly. And so if you really think about it, yeah, you don't want, as a safety thing, more people up front closer to the cockpit than necessary. So I don't know. I'm, I'm going from like as a gate agent that has to enforce a lot of rules that people don't agree with. But ours are almost never like actual safety things. And that's like a safety thing. So I don't know. You argue and feel and, entitled and violence. to violence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually... For him to put his hands and like punch him, that's crazy. Would you still be working if you got hit? If that no, was I'd take as much time off as I could. <laughs> but I mean, no, I mean, like, would you go back to work if you got punched in the head? Oh, yeah, I'd go back to work. That wouldn't, okay, that wouldn't phase me. But on the other hand, I, I wonder the manner in which it was said, you know, how the rules were stated. Because I think there's a way, just like I never had a problem with masks, the confrontation that other flight attendants had, I'm not sure I would have. Yeah, a lot of enforcing of rules is how you say it. Is how you say it. Uh huh. Like, are you inviting them to do like a different something different, or are you just telling them they're wrong? And, and but, he should never have gotten hit. He should never have been hit in the back of his head, especially ambushed. Yeah, I mean. Oh yeah, 
for sure. Yeah, yeah, just you could have, he could have swore at him and been like, no, heck no, you're not going to, or whatever, you know, but still doesn't validate putting or like, no, your hands on someone. Yeah, putting your hands on him. That's crazy. So it was going internationally? I don't know the rowdy. Uh, I just wanted, because I thought I'd heard that cops were waiting for him when it landed. But it was a narrow body. It wasn't a wide body plane. You could see it. Even just, so, Mexico City to Phoenix. That's true. You can't come up and use the lav. That's it, yeah, because there are still you know, international routes that are on Puerto, Vari- Puerto Vallarta. Is that in part of our lines when they do the announcement that that you not to go to the port cabin? Yeah, the captain actually has a special announcement that he oh, reads really? before they close the door. That's the problem, though, is he reads it before they close the door, so people really aren't listening. Uh-huh. I mean, do you, when you hear they act, flight attendants are acting like my representatives, don't you just kind of tune out? But does he say like not to use that the Ford lab? Mm-hmm. He says you, no. It, he says you can only use the lavatories in your service ticketed area. Oh. And you have to really think about what does that mean, you know? Well, it's so crazy over not going to the, being able to use that bathroom. I, mm-hmm. To be met by police officers. like <laughs> That's not fun. No. And, you know, it's a felony too. Well, first of all, he hit him. But anytime you interfere with a crew member's duties, there's an FAR on that. That's considered a felony. Yeah, that's, that's bonkers. Yeah, I remember seeing that video and I was like, wow, that's crazy. I felt it kind of in the back of my head. I really <sighs> did. I'm like, ooh. Did they zip time? Do we know? Oh, I'm sure. Awesome. Could you imagine, though, if someone hit Laura in the back of the head, you would just hear that crunch from her hair. <laughs> no, my ramen hair. <laughs> so rude. You're so mean. All right, so do you want to know the story? Do you know the other story about the flight attendant that worked the whole flight in uh, any uniform? I think I know the story, yeah. What do you think about that? I was so, when she was telling me, I was like, that was the one thing I was focused on, that was she wasn't in uniform. Oh, really? Well, a couple years ago when we were swapping over getting new uniforms, Crew wasn't even in like uniform. It wasn't even close. Or even, yeah, like for a while. It was getting really bad, I felt like, because I probably told the story, but there was a flight attendant once that showed up and she had a, a pink puffy jacket on. She had beats on her head, big hoops. And I, I genuinely thought she was just a passenger when she came to scan to go on. And so I was like, oh, we're not boarding yet. And she goes, I'm working the flight. <laughs> I was like, That's exactly what happened here. Was she cracking her gum at the same time? I, I was just like, what? I, she, I don't even know if she even had any, you know, pieces on top. Maybe she's had a white like blouse. But it was like, I was so taken back because I was like, how in the world would I ever have known you were crew and working crew? Little, because anyway, she was like the number one. But yeah, so to hear <laughs> someone not in uniform doesn't surprised me that much so we had your daughter erin on uh-huh. it's been about a month ago and this was from that trip this because that we trip. recorded when you were there we didn't record after and so what happened because you were the one that it was me not in compliance with uniform i was not in compliance so it was three thirty in the morning and i was trying to catch that 5 a.m flight from richmond, to, richmond charlotte. to charlotte and as we're I'm in the Uber and I'm chatting with the Uber driver because, you know, I always have an Uber story about Richmond. Do you have this, a gun this time? This did not involve a firearm <laughs> <laughs> this time. And you my, had a crossbow in the front seat, though. <laughs> and my phone rings. I'm like, oh. <laughs> 3.30 in the morning, I look at it. It's it's our airline calling me. And I answer. Real but, quick, did you think the flight was canceled? Well, I can't imagine why they would call me. Well, because sometimes if the flight canceled, I don't know if it, the new system does it, but it used to call to let you oh. know. 
they were like, your flight's been, even in standby, it would call him, like an automated would call and say, your flight's been canceled. I think it just texts now, doesn't it? Oh, does it just text? Okay. My my thought would have been like, oh crap, our flight canceled. My first thought was, oh crap, I picked up a trip and I forgot about it. Oh. I forgot I had a trip train running. (laughs) That was my first. And it was um, scheduling. They said, hey, we see that you're non-revving on the flight at 5 a.m. Could you work the flight? We have a sick flight attendant. Can you work the 6 a.m. flight to... Miami, and then we'll deadhead and you home from Miami. She said, or we're going to cancel that flight to Miami. I said, don't cancel that flight to Miami because it's it was Saturday morning. And I'm like, it's full of people that are going on cruise. Don't cancel that. Yeah, I'll work it. I said, the problem is number one, I don't have a tablet, and number two, I don't have my uniform. I said, but I am dressed nice because I was dressed in business attire. Like, I'm dressed nicely. You usually have like a tube top, and I mean you're not at all, but you had nice <laughs> and I lit tube top. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so. Anyway, she says, okay, I have to um, ask the pilot if it's okay, the captain, if it's okay, you don't have your uniform. So I'll get back to you. So we continue driving. And then I got to the airport and she called me back. She said, okay, I can't wake up that captain because of this crew rest. So, but I talked to the captain at the 5 a.m. And he said that he'll let you fly without a uniform. And so we're going to just steal one of those flight attendants and have them go to Miami. And then will you work the one to Charlotte? I said, absolutely. So I show up. That's what I did. And they pushed a temporary uh, manual onto my phone which expired in like 12 hours. It was really kind of cool. I didn't know they could do that. And I went to look at it, you know, a few hours later, I was gone. Interesting. So I worked the flight. I just stayed in the back. It was because it was a 5 a.m. departure. They didn't really need very much. So I just bartended and the two girls ran. So no one really saw you? No one really saw me. Okay. So you did work it to Charlotte? I did work it to Charlotte. Did they head you from Charlotte? Oh, no. I had to non-rev. That would have been the the bargaining chip then and be like, okay, I'll work it now. Confirm me. I know. And then I feel bad because the first person I texted was Tyler. I said, wait, wait, do you hear what's happening to me? <laughs> My poor husband. No, not him. But I have to text Tyler and tell him what's happening. Yeah, so you write me and I was like, you don't have a uniform. I was like, I just didn't see them be okay with you just in normal clothes. Not even like anything inappropriate, but just normal clothes. Like I feel, figured that would be... Uh, that kind of funny? No, not well, okay. Well, I saw her because when she landed... Oh, yeah, you met me. I Yeah. Was she dressed And she was dressed very nice. Very nice, yeah. But you were you were going off about the tablet, and I was more worried about the uniform. Yeah, you were see, like I don't have a tablet, and I was like, so what? Like, oh no, see, as a gate agent, I'm more worried about the tablet too, because I know they can't even start boarding. No, so what until is she has that? We didn't board until that tablet got pushed. So what was yeah. the, what's so important about the tablet? Then, like, I don't, if I don't know them, people well, because it's my it's my in flight manual, and so it's uh, it's an FAA thing that I have my manual with me when every time I'm on board the airplane as a working crew member or deadheading. So sometimes I've been working and they've printed this sucker out for people and it's like an inch thick. Yeah. Like it when they say they'll print it, you're like, well, that's 20 minutes. So buckle up. We're so what, be what's in the manual that needed the, because you're training on, on all our airplanes. I am trained. So what's I, on there that you would need to go? Need, well, they just want it available to me. Like, let's say someone's giving birth. I could look it up. Does it, everyone help. else has them though, right? I mean, yeah, I, I know. I, okay. Yeah. That's just the... It's just the law, yeah. Okay. FAA wants us to have that. And and we did take a half hour delay because they couldn't figure out. I thought they had a paper copy at every station because that's what we were told initially. But um, now they just push it to your phone. And they, and it was hard getting a hold of someone that early in the morning to push it. Well, didn't the first officer give you crap too? <clears throat> yeah. The first officer did not want me to work the flight, not in my uniform. So dumb. And I'm like, okay, well, you're going to strand all these passengers then, and they're going to miss their connections in Charlotte. Anyway, so that was a that was a thing. But the captain, when he was not on board at that time, and when he came on board, the first officer goes, well, she can't work it. She's not in her uniform. And he goes, yes, she can. He goes, I gave permission. She can work it. 
And then after the flight, when uh, we landed in Charlotte and I was walking up the jetway, he was waiting for me. The captain wasn't. And he goes, hey, you, you're old America West, aren't you? And I said, yeah. He goes, yeah, me too. Oh. Yeah. He probably, he probably saw you with your walker and he goes, that's a big sacrifice. If she's willing to do that, let's let her do it. Yeah. And I've been meaning to ask you to get me some more tennis balls for the bottom of the walker. <laughs> to get wore out. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's because you were actually thinking, okay, Miami Saturday morning means cruises. Uh-huh. Like you were actually putting the passenger in like their experience over just like work. She's oh. a real company man. You are. I am. Well, you put, I am. Yeah. I would say she's not a company. I would say you're more even like passenger, passenger lady than a company. Well, that, that's you're, you're wanting the company to do well, and that's by making the customers happy. You're wanting the company to do, not saying I'm not going to go. Like, no, I'm not, because you could have got home another way. You could have jumped seated out of the flight to somewhere else, and you would have could have got home. You could, yeah, this, but you did that because you were for the company and for making those passengers part of that. Bit. Those passengers are the ones that pay my mortgage. Oh, I mean, so, I think people yeah. forget that. I think yeah. that first officer forgot it. So I thought I saw somewhere on Twitter that you were talking with someone about you guys getting more rest hours. True or false? True. You are getting more rest hours or you did have that discussion. Mm, it's kind of a great thing. Okay. It, was, it, it looks like from what they put out there that it's it's like two more hours, right? It or does one look more like hour. That. Is it nine to 10 or eight to 10? It went from eight hours to 10. Okay. But Is it that, used to oh. be eight hours behind the door, meaning the f- hotel door. Okay. So I can tell you just last winter, um, I called scheduling and I said, you know, we're, we're delayed. We're here. We're, it's going to be. And he goes, don't call me until you're in your room because oh. that's when the clock will start. Once you're in your hotel room, because we were downstairs at the hotel and they couldn't find rooms for us. It's a long story. I could see that actually. Yeah. Because yeah, if we can't get rooms for passengers, where are they putting you guys? Uh-huh. And so he's like, don't call me until you're in your room. And so. Sounds rude. But yeah, okay. <laughs> the minute I'm in my room, I call him because I was the first flight attendant. Then I call him and now the clock starts. Wait, we have before you do the tour and you do your Instagram videos, you call him? Yes. Okay. Yeah, my Instagram live as I'm saying goodbye to passengers. <laughs> so real quick, so that is eight hours of you now wheels up? No, now it's 10 hours from wheels down and to actually release time. So once you land and all the passengers get off, once the, if the last passenger gets off, that's your release time. Okay. So from that moment until the moment we show up at the airport and start boarding. And, it's and start boarding. now it's 10 hours. So it's probably the same it's, or even less. It it's the like. same, except it's now a federal law. So real quick before the eight hours behind the door, was that like eight hours was up till you left the hotel? Yes. The minute we walked out the, ho- the hotel room. Okay. So you guys would stay at the hotel actually for eight hours. Eight hours. Uh-huh. So they probably didn't schedule you guys for another hour or so. Exactly. So if I got at least behind- an hour, I'm assuming, yeah. Yeah, so if we had a, if we got in at eight o'clock at night, in into my room at eight o'clock at night, I couldn't, we couldn't be at the airport before five. Okay, Cause, yeah, because you guys would need at least some of our aircrafts are thirty-five minute boarding mm-hmm. time, so you would need. Okay, yeah. Does it change when you get asleep on airplanes, like in the 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 oh. Because then you're getting is that considered a rest? No, it's not. It's not because come part of your duty day. It's just like a break time. Uh-huh, it's icing on the cake. I wish we had break times like that. I, know I mean, like a lay, like a bed to go in. Well, I think mechanics do. I don't know if that's supposed to be a secret, but they've got nice old. Do they really have in their in their break rooms, no, or beds, they go in the triple they, sevens and lay down? Uh, they probably do that too. I've heard, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, they've got nice break rooms with like recliners, and they. I, I, should, I don't know if I should say it, but I've heard they turn the lights out and everything for them. 
Or they, they turn the lights off for themselves. And they're just kind of on call, some of them, to like when something happens to go. Yeah. I know Remarkable Rob does uh, his mechanic videos from the bunks on the airplane. <laughs> By himself? Here's the flight attendant bunk. <laughs> so do you think it's going to change much, the new law? No. So well, do you guys match flight deck now, like pilots? Or do they still have question. more? That's a good question. Because they had more than the eight hours, I feel like. I feel like pilots always had more than you guys. Huh. It's not, not sure. I don't, I'm not sure there. We'll have to ask Doug from the next trip podcast. Okay. So before you, if it was going to be a late and you couldn't, you wouldn't call in until you got to your hotel, you would just go to the club and hang out and like push that start, right? <laughs> could, yeah. But we usually call complaining because the hotel van, if they're late, you know, you're tired, you're late. On that flight back from Dorkfest, we had one of your friends. Was her name Jules? Jules. She was uh-huh. really nice. LA based girl. And I was sitting by a flight attendant. And he was telling me about, did I tell you the story already? His husband. I don't think so. So he was really nice. He'd been with the, he, with the airline for a while, then went to another one, I believe, and came back. So he's got like six to eight years this time around. But him and his husband travel a lot. He, he non-drives a bunch. So I'm talking about the show and about our LA thing. And his he said his husband loves the business class. Loves our lay flat stuff, mm-hmm. but he doesn't like the stress of non-revving. So they together, he told me a story, they flew down to Australia together. Oh, wow. But they didn't get business class. But they had like seats with like no nothing in front of them. So there's like all this leg room. So it's, I mean, better than it could have been. Yeah. But when they got down there, I can't, his husband said, I can't do that back. What? So he used miles and got a business seat back Ooh. from Sydney back to LA. But this guy, thousand miles. Well, that's because I remember Res pricing out a flight to Australia in business, and it was like fourteen thousand dollars. Yeah, it's a, he said he used miles to come back, so that's, and it was worth whoosh. it to him. And and this guy, the flight attendant, he non-revved, and on not revving, he got put in first class. Oh, he went even further. <laughs> yeah. And I guess his husband said, do you mind switching me so I can have that experience? And he's like, no, because you could have been up here too. <laughs> so he didn't switch. No, he didn't. He's, he kept the first. One. First, first. That's crazy. That's funny though. I hope he wears his pajamas around the house. <laughs> it was kind of a funny story. If you weren't such a worrier, you could have had. You could have these pajamas. And they can think where we could have went with those miles. <laughs> That's funny. Let's talk about reasons to be good on airplanes. You you were at, so recently you were on a flight, and they, the couple split up. Oh, the couple split up. Uh huh. So it, it was on a. I was working the flight. Triple seven to London. Uh huh. When you say split up, you don't mean they broke up. No, they didn't break up. Okay, just for because that would be good drama too. <laughs> on a ten hour flight, <laughs> and they were fighting. <laughs> no, um, we only had one seat left in business class. And so it was a husband and wife. And so the wife took that one seat in business class and the um, husband went to premium economy, which is a really nice product. Yeah. So he went back to premium economy. We had, we had a hundred open seats. So there's plenty of room back there. Okay. And going over, coming back, we were hundred percent full, but going over there. And so we had not even closed the door. Now remember kids, let's remember that. I always say, you'd know your problem passengers before that door even closes. Oh Yeah. <laughs> She's kind of like peanut lady yeah. for Kelsey. Yeah. Okay. So I was standing up front first class and the flight attendant came up and she was complaining about the non-rev wife. And she was complaining that her husband wasn't sitting by her. And she was very loud and vocal about how her husband's not sitting up here next to her. I don't know if she was trying to get other passengers to trade seats, but oh, there's boy. no way anyways, oh, yeah. or what she was trying to do. And then she made like a scene a little bit about the entrees and I think all that was left was crab cakes. 
And so she goes, I don't want crab cakes. And so, like throwing a little fit, uh-huh, throwing person. a little fit. And so the purser, she's so good. She is a little tiny thing. She she marches back there. She goes, excuse me, can you come up here with me for just a moment? And so she walks up front to the very first class galley, the very front, and that she just kind of let her have it and say, okay, this is how you act as a non-rev, and you keep your voice down and you don't complain, yeah, and you're appreciative for everything you get. Like if, and she goes, well, but I wanted to sit with my husband. She goes okay, I can put you with your husband. I can give you and your husband a whole row back in the back of the, back in main cabin. I can give you your whole row. And she goes, oh, oh I don't want to do that. And she says, okay, well, that's your choices. Your choice is to sit up here by yourself in business class or sit in a row in the back with your husband. So it's up to you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Honestly, that, that couple is lucky that she did that rather than just saying you're done. Like, could she, could she fill out something? She could have like bumped and her back to coach. Not even that. I mean, like took her benefits away. Like, yeah, if you're probably. not being good on airplanes, I had a friend that he was worked SkyWest and who dealt all the time, and one of his partners, or it was a buddy passes or a brother, some someone asked someone to switch on Delta, and at the time they they did, they turned him in, and he lost his benefits for three months. Wow! For That's... someone just asking to switch, they could sit by someone else, like. Even after that, I don't even ask. I, I don't like asking people to switch. Cause, and so if someone's like causing a scene to the point that a flight attendant has to say, we need to talk. Yeah. she They're lucky that she didn't. Turn if she didn't yeah, say, okay. That's she, what I said when you told us earlier, I said she should have went to the husband, the employee, and said. This is what's going on. And hey, had a little chit chat. Yeah. Hey, if you like his benefits, you may want to go talk to your wife because this isn't going to go over well. Yeah, that's. Well, the thing is, it's so crazy is she's in business class. She's that's like the dream is to get that to go into London and get that just wasn't still like happy. It wasn't enough. No, as she was going back to her seat, she turned around to the purser goes, oh, and I guess I'll try the crab cakes, (laughs) (laughs) which, by the way, are delicious. That's what she's thinking. I think I want some now. (laughs) That's what I'm craving. They're delicious. Man, I don't know that people are so. And I'm sure there were standby below her that were there like, were that were sad they didn't get business or even premium economy that would have they're like kick her out yeah <laughs> kick we, her out we had 28 standbys on that so a lot of them were in the main cabin well, yeah they're like that's inappropriate behavior <laughs> <laughs> too nice only the D1Ts got up there they're already filling out their forms yeah the the turning her in yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We want to thank um, Kelsey and Steve for being on guests with us last couple of weeks. They were good guests. They were good really guests. fun. Yes. Everyone enjoyed those shows. I think they were, they were a lot of fun and some different perspectives. Kelsey is a gate agent like you, Monique, but but Steve with his just it's a different perspective of similar stuff we do. And well, that's a lot of his trips did sound like non-rev dream yeah, just trips. Like, just kind go. of do the yeah, like the yeah, being able just to kind of go at the spur of the moment or things like that. That. Yeah. So it was fun to kind of really be like, oh, like as an honor, we could fly to Rome for dinner if we want, or where to Italy, or yeah, I guess he Rome went to Rome. Like, yeah, yeah. So they went. Yeah, it's like I, that's something like an honor would do. I'm just trying to get you guys to go to Vegas with me and go to Palace Station and get the pan roast. What's a pan roast? Oh my gosh, it's delicious. Is it a restaurant or is it in the back restaurant. of the Palace Station, like no, where the hobos cook on their <laughs> their bocce's? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a it's a restaurant inside the. I guess it's casino in the middle of it. It's called, I can't remember the name of it, but they serve this roast, pan roast. And it's not a roast. It's it's all seafood. So you would like it, Tyler. So you get home on Friday from your trip? Yeah. I have Friday off. Do you? Yeah, we'll go. Well, I get, um, it's 1230. I'm going, I'm going Thursday. 
Okay. So I'll be back Friday. I, I already booked it for October 15th. That would be Sunday, Saturday. Oh, I was thinking Tani could go too. You have to make appointments for it? No, I just non-revved. I put my, my list. I listed already. Perfect. <laughs> I listed us already. <laughs> She's going to tell you later. Yeah. By the way, we're going. That'd be fun. Just yeah. for day trip. So we had something happen. No, we. We didn't kill the queen. The queen passed away, but I wanted to give you 30 seconds to share your, your thoughts on it because we could have talked about weeks ago when we just were so busy with Dorkfest. I was on a raise a week. We never brought it up. So how are you doing? Yeah, that was... It was unexpected. Well, I know that sounds so crazy, but I think part of me thought she'd live forever. Was she 97? I think she was 97. Wow. Well, then you can't, it wasn't expected? So It wasn't like Epstein. There was a... <laughs> Epstein, yeah. Well, there was a an article that came out that was like new details of the Queen's death certificate or something like that. And I was like, I have to read this because that's how I am. And it was like, she she died of old age. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was I was expecting more juice, but yeah. Choking chicken bone or something. Yeah, but, but I mean, there was a picture taken of her just a couple of days before, whatever, like in her living room, and she looked great. So I think, I mean. I, I think she was hanging on for that Diamond Jubilee. Oh, and once that happened. The Platinum Jubilee. Is that where you get upgraded? What is that? Yeah. Only if you're executive platinum. Yeah. So I was telling Laura, I think, was it Jean that was telling me that was on the show, was showing me pictures of the crew that was actually there yes. on the day of the funeral. And you were telling me they were bummed because they were going to be put out by Windsor or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they were not at our usual hotel. And oh, they really? Were, yeah, but instead they, they were placed out in Windsor. And so that's where like the funeral took place. And so he was showing me pictures that one of the flight attendants had taken. And because it was kind of out in the middle of nowhere wasn't super busy they were like front row on the road where her casket drove past they saw it so they could the pictures you are showing right into the casket like they were that close and you could see the the crown sitting on top of the casket that yeah i mean as sad as like that's pretty spectacular though to be able to see something like that you know well it's got a really good view of that craig 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 yeah he worked it because our friend craig we talked about him a little bit but he lives in england He's always getting Lars flights landing and uh-huh. doors to manual exposure. Cool. Yeah, and he's a big plane spotter, but he doesn't work for the airline. But he he took like everyone that worked in the industry of like videos and stuff to work that week in the funeral, and he was on one of the roads that passed right in front of him. Did he? And yeah. he had to be there for five hours before her casket came by for five hours uh-huh. setup. And I sent him all these questions like, "What if you have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Does someone take over for you, or do you just run?" And then he says, I can't answer any of these questions right now. <laughs> Stop. We have bottles. <laughs> he, I think he said, though, that it was set up for like years, like knowing that that's going to happen sometime. And when it yeah. does, it's going to be a big event. And so, but yeah, he got a front row. I'm just glad she made it through the Platinum Jubilee. Yeah. I mean, with this much planning and. I don't think there'll ever be another monarch that makes it that long. Because I think I read somewhere she was the second longest reigning monarch. Who was ever. the first one, Victoria? Not of England. I th- she oh. may be the longest English monarch, but in like the whole world or something mm-hmm. like that. Like she's like the second out of wow recorded or I don't. Know. I'm so sorry. Are you sad you didn't get to go to a funeral? My friend Mary at work, she actually got to go over there. Like she knew, I, I don't know if she knew staff members or something like that. So she got to go. Did she go more than once? But she got to go see the casket, how they had it. What do they, they call it? Lying in state or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. Exactly. She, got, she didn't even have to wait in line. 
Which did you see David Beckham waited 10 hours? Oh, yeah. Yeah. David that's Beckham, pretty cool. He, yeah. But that's what I was like. Can you imagine being like behind him in line? Excuse me. Can I get a selfie? Even as like a straight person, I was like, I bet he smells good. <laughs> yeah. So Mary, Mary, my friend, got to go over. She flew over. Got to go see that and do some other stuff while she was there. So I think, I know it's not going to be for a bit, but I think the coronation is going to be a big celebration party. Kind of like some of the inaugural, like, inaugurations that they do here for the presidents. Like, people come from all over to go to those. Like, wait, when Obama had his first one, I think it was a lot of people that. And- yeah. So when we when I went over to England with our parents, we went to, like, the Royal Muse. So we got to see their carriages and stuff. And there's one that's just set for that. apart for, like, yeah, the coronation. And it's... I probably t- it's like the most gaudy thing I've ever seen in my life. It's just a giant carriage made of gold. Oh. And so that will be kind of cool when they get that out and actually take that down the streets and stuff. I bet Greg will be working that too. He probably would, yeah. 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 They're going to need all the... Yeah, that'll be cool. All right, your 30 seconds is up. Okay. Well, thank you to all our listeners that listen, that tune in every week. Um, you may have noticed our social media probably got a little bit better. Brittany's been helping out again. Yay, Brittany. Thank you, yes, Brittany. thank you. Hopefully not as many misspelled words and <laughs> no thanks to her and thanks to everyone that listens we really, really appreciate it and reaches out to us we've, we 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 mentioned earlier that a few people wrote and we've been at the end of every show we've been saying hey write us and people actually have been so we so really nice. appreciate getting those the feedback and just kind of the comments and things you like or don't like so we appreciate it. keep doing it so how can they reach us again it's non-rev lounge podcast at gmail gmail and then also our Instagram and Twitter. But, uh, thanks for everyone listening. And uh, thank we'll you. See you next week. Bye. This has been Nonrev Lounge. This episode was sponsored by Staff Traveler, which is the number one app to get your Nonrev loads. It is used by over four hundred thousand people from all airlines in the world, and built to make your Nonrev trips easy and stress free. Sign up now for free at StaffTraveler.com forward slash Nonrev Lounge. Good for you. I would still. But you would. Do you want to go? Yeah, sorry. You're fine. We'll talk bad about you behind your back and use that as outtakes. Laura would be suing everyone.